Welcome to Stutter Stories, where guests from around the world each share the ins, outs, ups, and downs of life and conversation as a person who stutters. I'm your host, Trisha Hedinger. Have you ever read a story and thought, that's exactly what I needed to hear today? Your story will do that for someone else. Stutter Stories, brought to you by the World Stuttering Network, is here to facilitate real-life storytelling about true events from people who stutter. And that brings us to our very first guest, Ja Bin. Welcome, Ja. Thank you, Tricia, for, for having me. It's great to have you here on our very, very first podcast. And before we get started and getting to hear uh, Jaw's story, I have three little caveats that we want to go by when sharing uh, on stutter stories. One, this is a safe place to stutter. Your audience wants to hear your stutter, so don't feel like you have to hold back. And two, uh, the full truth is encouraged. Share the details as much as you're comfortable with. And then three, guests don't need to be researchers. They don't need to be famous. Uh, We just want to hear the everyday stories that are out there from people who stutter. So again, welcome, Ja. Why don't you tell me a little bit about about yourself, uh, where you are from, and where you've lived in the past? Sure. Thank you so much, Tricia. Uh, My name is Ja, and I was born and grew up in China. I came to the United States for my graduate school in education in 2014. So right now I live in Michigan and right now I'm actually going back to graduate school again this fall. Now I'm studying speech language pathology at Michigan State University. Okay. And you want to share with us who, who one of your mentors is at Michigan State? Uh, so right now, actually, uh, since this is my first semester, so uh, we have like four different courses. So right now, we don't have a specific advisor yet. Uh, so, uh, but we do have directors of, of my program. So my directors right now is Matt Phillips. And, and, and Kristen Hicks. And I do well have Dr. J. Scott Yaris as, as my mentor from, from next semester. That's great, because he's, he's one of the great ones in the field. Great person I to know. study yeah. under. <laughs> exactly. So how do you think growing up in China um, may have impacted your relationship with stuttering? Like, what are some of the perceptions of, of stuttering in China? So growing up in China, I would say being a person who stutters was extremely difficult for me. Mm -hmm. So I was born in a very small, small city, or you can call a small town. It's not even a city. So my parents, they went through the cultural revolution in China. They didn't get much education. So, and I am the only person in my whole family who, who stutters. So I would say growing up, nobody knows what's going on. 
Mm-hmm. And um, I started to, to stutter maybe when I was maybe five, six years old. But it was not severe back then, or I didn't even pay, pay attention. Mm-hmm. But I did get uh, reminders from here and there. Hey, like you have to slow down, think, think before you talk. And when they pointed out that I know that's like the way I was talking, everybody's tell, telling me that was wrong. Mm. But nobody tell me why it was wrong. But I know that whenever I got, I got stuck on my words, I make people very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. People who are around me, my parents, you know, my, 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 my re- 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 relatives. So from a very young age, I know that stuttering was a bad thing. Very, very bad because everybody re- reacted ne- negative to, to it. So um, when I was a teenager, and I know that that's something that was not very uh, acceptable so socially or pro- professionally, mm-hmm. I think my only exposure to stuttering, maybe some, some co- comedy on, on TV, mm-hmm. but the people who stutter always like got laughed at, the people who stutter, like uh, people think they're stupid, you know, it's like you are the la- laughing stock. So I developed this like uh, hatred and into my stuttering, and I thought, you know, uh, it made me so 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 weird. It made made me so not not perfect. So I started to hide my stuttering since I was a, a teen teenager. Probably started from me 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 middle school. Hmm. That's really interesting. And I think that's something that, you know, a lot of people share is that they feel that it's wrong. They know that people think it's wrong, but they don't know why. And, and what am I supposed to do about it? Um, And so that's really challenging, you know, for, for a kid, for teens, for anyone. Um, So you talked a little bit about how your friends and family typically, respond to your stuttering is there anything else to expand on that or or how in in china you know did people um generally react were facial expressions advice ignoring what what would you say was a typical response i would say a typical response it it was is i would say they will feel very uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and i noticed that when whenever i got stuck Mm -hmm. people would just look look away Okay. The people that who are not very close to me, they were just immediately looked away and don't want to see see me struggle. I think that people are just want to be p- polite. Mm-hmm. But my family and friends, I'm, I think they're more concerned about me. Like mm-hmm. my pa- pa- parents, they, they didn't. I I think I, I made them so uncomfortable un- by ha- ha- having a stutter, but they, they don't know what's going on. And, and I do think like, I feel that I didn't have the rights to tell them what's going on e- right. e- 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 either. Mm-hmm. Especially when I stutter, I feel like I was doing something wrong. So mm. I always feel like, I had to hide my stutter even even from my 
my family and my friends. Mm. And it was really, really hard because to them, they don't know what's going on with me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why you, you cannot just talk? It's like, why you cannot just like us? Like, how hard was this? Mm-hmm. So growing up, I really, really, really I, I would say I was traumatized with mm-hmm. my stuttering because I, I know there is something, you, you can call it something wrong with me, but, but, but I don't know how to cope with it. Mm-hmm. Like nobody tells me, oh, you probably can't do this or that, or it, it's, it's just, just like they just see it from a, a fluent per, per, person's per, 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 per perspective. Mm-hmm. So like the advice they were giving me was not even working. Right. Yeah. Mm. Can you tell me about a time that was particularly challenging or hurtful or where maybe you felt defeated that was related to stuttering? Um, and I know this is a hard yeah. question to ask and it, it can bring up a lot of um, negative feelings or so, but it's, uh, I think the purpose of sharing these stories is to get them out there to connect with other people who have had similar occasions and similar experiences to let them know, you know, that they're not alone. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say, um, when I really look back and my stutter really got very difficult was the time when I was actually in eighth grade sometime like that. So I, I was actually tra- transferred to, to a, a new, 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 new middle school. Mm-hmm. And, and I actually, I was bullied by a group of girls. Mm. Like you call it mean girls. So <laughs> um, they, it's like, I don't, I didn't know no, nobody. Mm-hmm. So um, at a new school and, and, and I, I don't know like why they did that to me. So they mm-hmm. bullied me really bad. So I noticed that like after that bully, my stutter got so much worse. Mm-hmm. Like before, I can still like talk. But after that bullying incident, I wasn't able to tell a story. Like I wasn't able to like tell things that has a beginning, has a middle, and has an ending. After that tra- traumatic experience, I... I, I don't think that was the cause of my stuttering, but that definitely that, that bully, that traumatic experience made my stuttering so much worse. I almost like I was, it was impossible for me to, to tell a story in public or in mm. front of an all, all audience. Middle school years are some yeah. tough years for that, for kids and bullying and, and everybody wanting to be the same. Um, you learn that, that middle schoolers get all their self-esteem from their peers, whereas younger kids get, get it from their parents and, and friends and family. But middle school, that's kind of the age where it's everybody just wants to be the same. And, um, and, and the years of bullying are, are the most intense in middle school years. Um, yeah. that's rough. So, um, 
if you had to, you know, did you, did you learn anything from that experience? If you had to go back, would you do anything differently or did it lead you to take any positive actions in the future? Kind of that's, that's three big questions there. Yeah, that's, that's good questions. Um, If I was able to travel back in time, Mm -hmm. I would stop this bully the first time they laid a finger on, on me. I think because when the first time they did that to me, um, I was actually didn't say a- anything mm-hmm. because I was new in the school. I didn't have friends. So I, I, I let, I kind of like let that ha- 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 happen. And then that ha- happened uh, 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 again. And, and, and it was even worse the second time. So if I, yeah, if I can make some changes, I definitely, I would say I will s- stood up for myself. And I think because of my stuttering, I feel that I don't have the verbal power to just say stop. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I totally feel that, you know, if I can go back to talk to younger self, I would say having a stutter, it, it was not your fault. Mm-hmm. Um, and I shouldn't be, be ashamed of being, being bullied because for so many years, I feel like it was my fault. Mm. Yeah. Had anyone ever mentioned or said, you know, this is not your fault or um, as, as a kid, had you ever heard that from anyone? No, I've no. never heard that you know, stuttering was not your fault. I've never, nobody told me stuttering was okay. Mm-hmm. So I really think, you know, it's, it's sometimes when I look back, it was really sad. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think like I was very helpless because I feel like uh, it's me versus the world. Mm. It's like, you know, like I'm the weird one, like I'm the broken one. And the whole world, it's like, you know, they're not on my side. And mm-hmm. it was really difficult. Hmm. Thanks for sharing that story. That's, I know those are not easy to share. Um, can you tell me about a time... Um, that changed your perspective about stuttering or, um, you know, or you thought about it, you know, something happened for the better, you know, what happened, who was involved? Yeah, I think, um, so I actually started to look for ways out in, in my maybe late, late, late 20s and, and, and early 30s. Um, I was kind of like got stuck in my my career and 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 i have some issues with my per personal life too i actually i came to a point it's like every day is such a drag for me mm. i call like calling a taxi or making a phone call it was like a huge huge thing for me um i started to look for ways out mm. And it took me a few years to to find the way out. I think you know, come to the U, 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 United States and to to have a uh, to 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 uh, to to come to the graduate school here and to have a new co- co- career. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was 
actually, I was stuck. I was so stuck back home. I feel like if I want to move, move, move up, my stuttering was not very well received at home at all. Mm-hmm. So that's the time I know that I had to make some changes. I had to, I don't, I, I, I just couldn't like live with myself in a way. It's like, mm-hmm. I hate myself. I hate my life. I hate every day. Like I had to open my mouth and I had to go through this dread, this, you know, this phobia of talking, this intense fear of my stuttering. So that's, I actually started to look for help. And, and actually I was very lucky that, you know, I managed to come to America and to me, you know, to be away from my past because I hated my, my previous me so bad. It's like, I cannot even stay at the same country with myself. (laughs) So, so yeah, so I actually came to America. I think it it gave me a new beginning Mm -hmm. because like um, my, my thought process was actually very simple. It's like, it's like, I don't want to shame my, my family and my friends because of my stuttering. And when I mm-hmm. came to the U.S., nobody knows me, right? Like, mm-hmm. like I will have a, a, like, a new life here. So I think that part actually let go a lot of my, my emotional baggage in a way. Mm-hmm. So that changed my, that experience changed my per, per perspective. And then I started to, Google, you know, what is stuttering. And then I start to, you know, listen to, uh, to like stutter talk. So Mm -hmm. that's why I feel like today we're doing this. It's, it's, it's very great. And I start to like, uh, look for the information and then Mm -hmm. I found my local chapter and then I got connected to the community. So I think that's the time I start to change my my perception about stuttering and know that I was not alone and it was not my, my fault. And that's so it's, it's saddening to hear that you ever hated yourself because um, John, I have known each other for a couple of years now and you're such a magnificent person and um, you know, your, your smile and your stories are all just, you know, they're really benefiting the world of, you know, especially for, for people who stutter, for children who stutter, to have an opportunity to see somebody as um, outgoing and joyous as you, as you are today. Um, you, you know, it's, it's really, you're, you're really helping out the world. So we're, it, it's, it's sad to hear that you were ever in a state where you, <laughs> you felt that way about yourself, know, but we're yeah. glad that it has transformed you into, um, or, or it, you know, changed, had an, a positive impact on your life by bringing you to a field where you can do so much. Um, and, yeah. and I think that's great. Um, can you tell Thank me you, about a, a moment maybe that you felt like a part- was a particular success for you or a speaking accomplishment? That's a good question. That's a, um, you asked all the good questions here, Trisha. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think the moment, uh, success moment of speaking for me, I would say Back then, a few years ago, when I was at um, the NSA conference, mm-hmm. I cannot remember which one. Uh, I, I 
actually went to like an open mic session mm -hmm. and I actually talked and, 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 and I actually like, uh, made some jokes and people were like laughing, like, <laughs> like the entire room, they didn't care about my stuttering, but they get my jokes. I, <laughs> I, I really think that was a moment to make me feel that actually, you know, uh, you're, even though you're, you have a stutter, but actually I do have some verbal power to make people laugh. And I think that's a talent. So, but I, yeah, I, I never thought like I liked the attention growing up because like I, I always try to hide myself. Like mm -hmm. I don't like people just like pause and listen to me when, when I talk. So, but I think that, that 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 open mic, it's like when people, they don't care about your stutter, but they want to hear what you have to say and they expect you to, to stutter, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, yeah, that was very positive. And when I can think of, it's like, you know, I can just express my, myself despite of my, my stuttering. Mm. Love those open mic nights or events. I think they're so great. And here's like a, an open mic with a, a world audience right now. <laughs> um, so do you have a mantra or maybe an inspirational phrase, you know, that you return to for motivation or something that kind of sticks with you? I would say that it sounds very simple, but to me, it's like, it's okay to stutter or stuttering is not my fault. That's a, that's a phrase like I keep coming back and keep telling myself because that's what, that's, that's what's not what I believed mm -hmm. before my thirties. So like right now I, 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 I keep telling myself, you know, it's not your fault and then all you, or the negative emotions or the, the behaviors that was not helping me before. It's almost like a coping strategy. So for me, yeah, always try to remember stuttering is okay. And stuttering is not my fault. Simple and powerful. Um, that phrase is, it, it really is simple and powerful. Um, if you were with a group of people who stutter right now, what's a question you might ask them to get started in a real conversation so you could really start something, a good discussion? What would you ask? a very good question Tricia. I would say um, the question I would love I would love to ask the people who stutter I would say to because it's it's really hard to to open people up in, in, yes. in a way yes. I, I I would say um, maybe just just be with them, like look them in the eye or, or, or just make people feel it's, it, it's safe here. Mm -hmm. Or the question I will ask it, maybe this is sounds a little bit, maybe to, 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 to the female side, I probably will ask them that what's your feelings when you stutter? Mm -hmm. Because I, I feel that at least for me, Stuttering, what made stuttering was so much pain. It's mm -hmm. actually not just the blocks, the repetitions. Like, it's not those things you can hear, you can see. But it's more how I feel. 
those mm-hmm. feelings and emotions, like for me, that's a hard part. Yeah. So I would love to have conversations with people who stutter, like, how do you feel when you stutter? Mm-hmm. Like before you talk, what, mm-hmm. what's going on in your mind or what's going on in your body? And mm-hmm. after you stutter, how, how do you feel? You mm-hmm. feel about yourself or like what's in your mind? Because I really think even though I'm a person who stutters, I was not able to experience my stuttering in a lot of ways because I just like panicked. I just mm-hmm. never, I was never a- able to see my stuttering from a very objective perspective. Mm-hmm. So I would, yeah, if I have this conversation with people who stutters, I want to to bring them back to their experience mm-hmm. and yeah and try to make themselves and myself to understand stuttering more because i think if you cannot understand something you cannot like uh, master something so i really think like beginning to understand the experience is extremely extremely important and that's great that, that, you know, just asking, what are your feelings? You know, tell me about your feelings when you stutter or when you are talking. Um, and I think that idea, it's a famous quote by somebody just that, that shame dies when stories are shared in a safe place. Um, I think that that, um, and it's not just shame, but, but any negativity that you feel about something when you can share it with, with other people who have the same, uh, challenges that you have, or just knowing that you're in a safe place to do so. I think, um, you know, I think that's great. I think those are some really wise stories you have shared with us today, Ja. Thank you, Tricia. Thank you. Do you have anything else you want to share that I have not asked you today? Mm, I think you asked all the right questions. I feel that, um, I almost told the things I wanted to tell. Um, if there's more things, I would say I would encourage the people who stutter to to speak up because I know that the, uh, 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 as a person who stutters growing up in a more con- conservative culture, I definitely like sharing. It's 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 not in a encouraged especially something you know you should be ashamed of in my culture so but I highly highly encourage the people who are struggling with not just stuttering if you have some some something you are struggling with I think like Trisha you were saying you know like if you share your 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 suffering it's like if you get your story told I think that's very that that that's very very he 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 healing because you you make people. I really think when I look back, it's actually our suffering makes us human. I really mm-hmm. think our emotions. I used to hate those emotions, but I do think you know, like emotions make us human, and I do think once we start to to put down those walls, that's the time we, we started to 
get connected to people. Mm-hmm. And I do think human connection is a most powerful thing to make us, you know, live our life better in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. All those emotions that make us human, yet so many of us want to keep them locked inside because of uh, embarrassment or feeling like you're the only one. And so getting all these feelings out there and just reminding everybody what that's part of being human and in all the feelings, all the emotions. So I thank you so much for sharing your story with us today, Ja. Thank you, Tricia. And spoiler alert, Ja is going to be a host on Stutter Stories as well. She and I will co-host our podcast (laughs) here. Yes. And so she will have some interviews with people as well as myself. So um, we look forward to to having you all back again. Um, Stay tuned for more Stutter Stories. For more information about the World Stuttering Network, check out our website at www.worldstutteringnetwork.net.